0: And if you want to win the revolution faster, we recommend you remove your XMR from all custodial exchanges immediately. Warning, boating accidents are common around here. Don't forget to properly secure your private keys. Monerotopia starts now. Aloha.
1: All right. Back in the the studio. Feels good.
0: Cheerios. Good morning. Cheers. I think this is the Columbia one. Is it? Yeah, the Columbia one.
1: It's good.
0: Yeah, it's good. I enjoy it. It's pretty tasty. <sighs> so how's it going? Oh, yeah.
1: We had that cafe that reached out to us that wants to use our coffee, right? Oh, That's yeah. It's located in like Pennsylvania area. Is I that, is that so. happening? I've,
0: I don't know. You've we been in conversation. Neil's working that yeah, out. Neil's Neil's working working the, out. that That I would be cool, though. I'm working on the conference, Doug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, got a, we got a lot going we on. We got a guys. lot
0: going on. I guess we'll just quickly do a spiel <laughs> on the conference. Talk about it quickly. So we can,
1: yeah, a little spiel. About, we don't, yeah. just, you know, don't everybody knows at this point.
0: Get your tickets today to join us in person, if you can. If not, we also have the virtual conference ticket option for those that can't fly to Mexico City. We completely understand. So buy a virtual ticket soon if you want to be a part of the party virtually.
1: <laughs> What's a discount code? Do we have a discount code we can mention?
0: Uh I don't know. We have a few out Liber- there. Liberty is a good Liberty one. Liberty is a good one. Sure. To- Tony Oh, but Tony I don't think is twenty one. Ever... No, he did. I did it. Is it twenty one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, right. he, he tweeted it last week. He's good.
1: He's Tony. So that's we love it. Tony, twenty one percent. Twenty one percent off. 21%
0: off. off uh, your virtual ticket in person. <laughs> Joining us in person, which we recommend.
1: Yeah, virtual virtual ticket. Obviously, not everybody can make it down there. We set it at the same price as the general because we you know, we'd rather people come down in person, but we're offering this actually a lot of people Joined virtually last year. Yeah, we yeah. Didn't we didn't realize because did. we had Crypto Vigilante running it. So we're doing it again this year. Uh, it's cool because you can participate in the QA. Our audio visual will, knock on wood, be a lot better <laughs> this <laughs> year. <laughs> we're putting a lot more uh, effort into it. Hands on. We have people dedicated you know, to we it. Have, <laughs> well, Tony did not... a great job last year.
0: Kudos <laughs> to him.
1: <laughs> we're, we're hiring somebody to def- essentially run it uh i'm very appreciative of those who helped us out last year but we ran ran, it was basically
0: it was the internet yeah Yeah.
1: but so this year we're gonna have two stages both are gonna have cameras they're gonna be streamed live uh and then the audience at home should be able to participate in a a little bit so take questions from those that are home uh and then anybody who buys a virtual ticket will have access to all the videos thereafter want to say too though uh, you know eventually all this content will be put out there for free right so any any content we produce put it out there for free the whole point of all this In is, due time, is to get the know, word be patient out with that. About, <laughs> about Monero. right this is why we're, we're out here doing this but uh, selling the virtual ticket does help us finance this conference, another revenue stream. People like it. It worked out well last year. It did. It did. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. I
2: mean, we have a, you we have know, a we ton keep, of speakers. Yeah, we have a ton of
0: speakers. We're not going to go through that. We have yeah. New we have speakers. more that are like
1: reaching out but yeah. We're kind of telling we probably can't. I mean, reach out to us, especially if you're like if you can come down. Although. Actually, I think we have a better time fitting in virtual speakers at this point because we have two stages. We have the live speakers. Yeah, that's jam packed. There's really no leeway. Yeah, there. there's no leeway. And there. then we have the um, remote, remote
0: speakers. Yeah, yeah.
1: Paul Pui from yeah, Edge he's Wallet, a new one. uh wanted to be a part of the conference, so he's. We're going to probably put him on a panel because I don't think we could fit him in his own talk. Um, do we have anybody else new that we've had? Well, our
0: our, uh, our guest for today, Peter
1: Todd. Although we still have to pay, we still have to <laughs> send him his payment and in, in lightning.
0: And then our guest today. Does
1: anybody want to do that on our behalf? By the way, anybody want to? Oh God. Send a lightning payment, to Peter Todd, and we'll pay you back to Monero. Uh, please. Please reach out. Please email. reach out to us. <laughs> we'll pay you back. If you I want just to help have no time work. to figure out. You how pay to do Peter that. Todd, we pay you in Monero. He's 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 willing to accept half the payment in Monero the other like half he wants he us wants to us pay to, first because he wants us to learn time. about lightning and not that it. we're
0: trying we're ignoring it we're just we haven't had, time, had time to sit time to down mess and mess figure
1: it out monero works does the job we don't wow
0: work. burn <laughs> calm
1: down. um and what were we saying special guest. our AW. special
0: guest today yeah he he that wasn't a speaker added so
1: oh yeah we added him as a speaker JW interim, the, uh, the the Wow Narrow guy, wow narrow and much guy. more. He's much more than the Wow Narrow
0: guy. <laughs> and uh, Serang is a new one that we just added, though. So re- that will be remote, though. Yeah,
1: there he is, John. He's so serious in his pick. <laughs> John, so serious.
0: So serious.
1: <laughs> Very unwow narrowish, right?
0: <laughs> oh goodness gracious! I like it. And then we have sarang also oh
1: we've added Serang. awesome yeah, yeah. for so. those who don't know sarang used to uh, be a part of the monero research lab uh i mean he still is he still contributes to monero uh, but now he works for what's uh hit the, the company the cypher stack is it cypher stack
0: maybe but i'm not
1: yeah diego's company uh cypher stack uh, yeah That's uh and then you know he does research and, and uh development via a uh, stack which then you know basically helps out coins like Firo, and ultimately helps out cryptos like monero um uh but you know he's he's the real deal done a ton of amazing things for the monero project i don't know what he's gonna be talking about did he say what he's gonna what he's what his talk is gonna be on?
0: i'm, I'm reaching out to everyone and okay. asking them to give us their title and we'll yeah. figure that out and they're presentations that we can yeah, try to like
1: very very honored to have Siren. Yes, and, any, and he participated last year as well Just the real deal guys um, the real deal but yeah
0: I guess other than that yeah other than that check it, it out it we together. have ton,
1: tons of stuff and then with the marketplace is coming along we're going to have we're going to all the people all the vendors participating in the marketplace about Monero we're going to Try to incorporate Incorporated into a Monerotopia episode next next one? No, next
0: 20,
1: The 29th, I think. On the 29th. So we're going to do like a tutorial online uh for all the vendors and onboard them to Monero before the conference. So we're going to teach them about it. We're going to try to do it through Monerotopia, have them come on. I mean, there's going to be a there's a bunch of them, right? Did you post links to the vendors?
0: Not yet. I haven't had time to put them okay, up, okay. but I did put up the bazaar that's going to be what is that link to it's uh to their uh their instagram i think their instagram yeah 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 so you guys can check be, that yeah, out there's I mean, a list i just it's a long list actually what are what, Come with i haven't really
1: looked at the list like what are the type of vendors <laughs>
0: i haven't had a chance either but she sent me a list i haven't had a chance to add them does she have some on here i probably okay. but this is kind of the bazaar that's going to be they're kind of like
1: cool like high end social yeah very cool Quality, quality stuff. She seems to like curate it very well, yes, right? Yes, yes. She takes pride nice, yeah. pride in the marketplace that she puts together. And so it should be very cool. And she's very much on board with getting them to help us get them to accept Monero. So we should all be good to go, guys. So bring bring Monero, man. Bring I mean, Manero. that's obviously what we said, right? This is a big part of what we want this conference to be about actually using Monero, building out the parallel economy. So what better way to do it than to actually do it at the conference? Yep. Um... Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. Moving on.
0: Uh, moving on. I guess let's move on uh, to our price report right here. Let's put on our little. This mouse is very painful trying to click on it. Okay, here. The Monero Price Report segment is sponsored by Local Monero. Avoid using KYC exchanges. Buy and sell Monero directly for fiat, peer to peer. Aloha! I see, body is present.
1: Body is present. Maybe, maybe. He made a oh, okay. he's pre-recording for us because yeah, he's, he's a... on the move today. Body, what's going on, man?
3: Hey, sorry, my mic was muted.
0: Oh no, no worries. worries. Uh,
3: yeah, I'm in Texas, and then going to California on Monday. Very nice. So nice. vacation.
0: Very nice. Oh, nice. Just, enjoy. So enjoy your vacation. Just, you did a pre recording for me. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: feel well, bad.
3: Okay, so so right before I left, I recorded some videos, and um, you know I sent you the link, but I guess they won't let you download it. So I downloaded well, yeah, it, and it was, like, just over the limit. So I brought my iPad as a backup, but apparently StreamYard doesn't really have a, a screen sharing with the iPad. So Yeah, we'll it probably be.
0: But don't worry. I'll, I'll just share the, the video.
3: You can um, play the video? video? Yeah, they're All just right. going to be
0: in two parts. So yeah, well, we'll play me. the video. If you could stick yeah. around,
3: and then you could uh, – Oh, talk okay. talk after.
0: Yeah. I can talk during. Oh,
3: okay. I thought for some reason that the videos weren't going to work for you.
0: No, no. I can share them, but it's going to be, for example – like I can share the screen like this. So let's see how this plays out. All right. Okay. So we're going to mute you for a second.
1: Sure. We're <laughs> muting <body laughs> to listen to body.
3: Hey, what's up guys? This hey. is body coming at you on Friday, April the 14th. This is a pre-recorded price report. So, um, the, uh, the big news perhaps other than the markets popping, which was very nice. Uh, but the big news was the inflation numbers. So you can see that, um, for the first time the cpi got back down to five percent and that seems to be a significant number it's a nice round number halfway uh, but you can see here in the aughts it was also um and then last time before that was kind of uh, right around 1990 so that was good to see this come down unfortunately we didn't see the core inflation rate come down as well that actually ticked up by 0.1 percent um that is it's uh, it's the cpi which is basically everything minus food and energy so uh, or maybe it's also rents. Um, I think the biggest component here of the core inflation that's causing it to be high is still, uh, that's one of the, and it does look like rents are going to be coming down. Um, it looks like property values um, perhaps could continue some downward trajectory. Although if this market pump continues, maybe that um, maybe that's attenuated some. But at any rate, it does look like we should be seeing rents come down. So, you know, hopefully everyone can celebrate and negotiate for a lower, uh, a lower rent for their landlord or with their landlord. Um, and then the producer price index is in blue, and um, that's already back down to 2.7%. So um, this is good. This, this is probably a factor in what helped the markets to continue being positive this week when these numbers came out. Um, let's go ahead and take a look at the Federal Reserve balance sheet. We'll cover the macro stuff and then get to Monero. So um, here's the you know the pump, the re-expansion of the balance sheet that happened um, to sort of backstop the banks. And um, these were again, these were all 90-day loans or less. So the the most recent downtick was less than you know the other two downticks over here now it could be that basically people were taking very short-term loans on the order of one to three weeks or taking the full 90. so it's possible that um, this might continue to sort of come down very slowly and then uh, maybe in about two and a half months when those 90-day loans start to expire perhaps you could see this drop even more but um, nonetheless i don't expect to see this thing just continue skyrocketing to the top and um, that, that kind of leads into another um, kind of a thesis that I've had that we'll, we'll get to in just a second. So um, let's go ahead and take a look at the yield curve. The red line down here is the overall inversion. And then um, the white line is the overnight federal funds rate. And then you've got the, uh, the three and six month yields. They're yielding above the federal funds rate. And then everything else is yielding below. Now, there's an interesting thing that's happening this time. This time it's different. And those are dangerous words. But There's a dynamic here with the federal funds reverse repos. And I think what's happening here is that, so we haven't really ever seen the federal, the the reverse repos be this high, like ever in in its history. And you can see that going back all the way to 2004. So what happens is these reverse repos are money parked with the Fed overnight. They basically get the federal funds rate. I think it's just like a tick below, maybe like 0.1%. And um, so you can imagine that, okay, if you're an institution, you can hold bonds, uh, you can hold treasuries that are yielding down here, the long-term ones are yielding three and a half percent, or I can hold a reverse repo with the Fed, park some money overnight, get the same interest rate basically as the federal funds rate, the overnight rate, um, and then have that cash be completely liquid, right? I think that this is a mechanism that the Fed is using to try and prevent a smashing down of this yield curve so or, or really just in general a, a crash in yields overall so you can notice that basically every other time that we've had big market crashes have been preceded immediately by yields just totally cratering um and you can you can look back and see that over many many cases whether that's the 2008 saga um, or 2001. so i think what's happening here is the federal reserve is they've opened this federal uh this uh, reverse repo lending facility um, and they've got the rates so high that it's encouraging players to, to put their money with the Fed overnight for a higher interest rate rather than buying these bonds down here. That's significant because when there's a lack of demand for a bond, the interest rate necessarily has to go up. And so I think what could be happening is they're trying to prevent these uh, these longer term uh, longer term yielding bonds. So that the 30 year, the 20 year, the 10 year, they're trying to prevent this from basically just cratering to the downside, because that that basically always signals or almost always signals some kind of market crash. And so um, by keeping people wanting to be up here in these bonds, um, these things maybe don't crash. It's just a thesis. Maybe that's correct. Maybe it's not. Um, But it also kind of um, interrelates with uh, another thesis that I've had about the Federal Reserve inflation and intervention and central banks in general. So overall, the idea is that they want to make the minimum interventions necessary to prevent a full-on collapse. The reason is because with inflation being so high, they can't actually rescue the markets like they could in 2008, 2001, or any of the other times that they've done it. So basically, and, and sort of the evidence for this is going back to September, October, if you remember, I was saying that the only thing that could save the markets was intervention by central banks. And that's exactly what we got. But what did we really get? Was it really that much? I say no. I say it was the only thing, that the only real intervention that happened was the UK opened a window where they were buying buns, they call them buns over there, here we call them bonds, where they opened a window to buy bonds off of the institutions. And I think it was the same problem that the US banks had recently where um, they had long-term low yielding debt as rates were going up. And so, but that was a minimal intervention and so was the recent intervention. Yes, they expanded the balance sheet. Yes, they they pulled some emergency measures, but they didn't really just go on complete policy shift, QE, lower the interest rates, right? They didn't do the stuff that they've classically done, um, which are very sort of extreme measures. So to me, it looks like they know that they can't rescue the markets. So rather than letting it get to a point where things could get crazy and difficult, they're just gonna rescue the markets um, little by little, tiny bit by tiny bit. Um, so that would also kind of uh, be a point in the favor that we might have more uh, more upside overall and like kind of slow, um, progressive upside, which is what we've seen so far for the past few months. So right now, I'm starting to play with the idea that this pump could last longer than um, than I originally anticipated. Um, but, you know, that that would be a good thing, right? We get some more gains. So um, with that in mind, let's go ahead and take a look at, um, you know, let's finish off with these, uh, with the reverse repos. We are seeing these tick up. Um, we're basically at a cluster of moving average, uh, sorry, uh, standard deviation lines, which are sitting about right here. Normally, um, this would kind of tend to limit price to this area, price, the chart to this area for a while. Um, but this isn't exactly a price chart. Um, it's more, you know, it's the amounts of money parked overnight with Federal Um, if this continues to go up, that might not be the best sign for risk assets. So we'll just have to monitor it. Um, you know, we'll see how that goes in real time. US dollar. Um, let's take a look at the long term on this. So essentially, we've got this rising support line. Um, it was broken down for a while for the, uh, for the post 2020, March 2020 event. Um, and then, but otherwise, you can see that this has been a pretty important line uh, for a while. So it does make a lot of sense. I have been expecting to finally touch this line at some point. I think this would make a lot of sense right here. Um, that would sort of go along with the rest of the market, how everything looks. That doesn't mean that we couldn't potentially have temporary bounces along the way. Um, you can see that, you know, this kind of important shorter term, but still important line. We're basically like following that down. And then the dotted line you can see goes back to um, all the way back to uh, the uh, 2020. And it's it's just kind of like a natural place to draw that line. Um, but there's, you know, I mean, hypothetically, you could put this thing in other places, right? You could put it here, you could put it there. But um, anyways, just kind of like a point of reference. And it does look like the market thinks that was an important spot. So I do think that this area down here is a spot to um, to take a look at. Um, to be cognizant of, and on those timeframes, it would sort of suggest we have until May, perhaps mid-May or even June um, for some continued gains in risk assets. So, with that, go let's go ahead and take a look at Monero. Okay, so Monero finally broke this um, this downsloping, you know, final boss bear market resistance line. Um, it, it hasn't really broken it in the most impressive way. We we have these wicks up here, and those wicks aren't great. Um, they're not huge wicks, but you know, we don't really like to see that. I would have much rather seen this go up a little bit higher. Um, But at the same time, we've got one, two, three, four. If today we close above, and I do believe it's likely we should. um, It's Friday. Uh, That's four days above closed, and uh, we're here. You know, we had basically one, two days, and then it just crashed back down. Um, It's it's not nearly as bullish as we would like. Um, I mean, it it is bullish, but it it doesn't look like the rest of the markets. But it is what it is. And overall, um, you know, I mean, at least we finally broke in this line, and hopefully we can hold it. You can kind of see that there's this. Maybe we could draw a trend line like right there. Uh, it's it's possible that we could come down, test this area here, and then bounce off. Monero does seem to have counter cyclical movements. Um, I think that's intentional. Um, let's go ahead and take a look at Monero Bitcoin. So we've talked about this before, where uh, where it definitely seems plausible, likely based on past activity, um, even even going all the way back to like that the ratio XMR BTC, when the rest of the market is getting bullish, um, it does seem that we end up in this zone down here, and it's a distortion. This is a zone to me of maximum distortion, where they're pumping everything else beyond really what it should be. They're trying to suppress Monero as much as they can. And if we expect that the markets are going to continue to be bullish, and I pretty much do, um, we probably do need uh, the ratio is going to be playing down here. That's really just what this chart says. So prepare yourselves. You know, as we say mentally, um, you know, maybe if you've got some shit coins, maybe if you're participating in the degeneracy elsewhere, you can roll those gains into Monero. Um, One of the good things we have going for us now is that it looks like an established pattern people's Minds that Monero does well in bear markets, um, that it gains so much uh, versus Bitcoin during the bear market. So uh, we might have that working for us at the top and the reversal of whenever this, uh, you know, this movement and and risk on um, ends. We could look at um, Monero versus Ethereum. Um, I'll show you guys these charts one day, all that colorful stuff, but uh, I'm still kind of preparing. Oops. I'm Still, kind of preparing some things. They're cool charts. They're really cool charts, and they, they show you a lot of stuff that's very important. Um, and I wish I could show them to you now, but uh, you know, I'll I'll let you know when I can. Okay. So, anyways, um, I posted a tweet just maybe it was on Wednesday or Thursday, where I said that uh, I think it was Wednesday, where I said that it looks like this chart might be about to reverse, and that was kind of based on the Ethereum Bitcoin chart. Um, I tweeted that uh, specifically. I tweeted that it looked like um, it was kind of like last chance. You know, I said, hey, last chance, Ethereum. Uh, BTC. If you don't stop and rebound here, um, you've you basically got air all the way down into about uh, to about the .05, 0.05 area. But um, really, like within hours of me posting that, um, that's exactly what happened. This thing stopped and reversed on a diamond. Really took off. So the um, a bunch of stakes got unlocked on. Um, I think it was Sunday night, Sunday evening, and <clears throat> they um they don't they can't all dump at the same time. The most that could be dumped, I was reading an article, something like one and a half billion maybe is the max that could be dumped. But the reality is that it's probably going to be far less. Um, And a lot of people are just going to restake. Um, Some people are going to sell, sure. But it does seem like um, this was a buy the rumor, sell the news, or technically in this case, uh, sell the rumor, buy the news. So with this, when that thing stopped in reverse, there's another important factor happening here, and that's the Z-scores. You could very easily say that that is bullish divergence, right? So The ETH BTC chart made technically a slightly lower low with that wick down there, um, but the Z-scores definitely rebounded uh, when ETH BTC rebounded. So I say all that to indicate that this chart is, well, let's face it, it's not a great chart right here. Um, There was the opportunity that if ETH was going to break down further that this chart, you know, XMR versus ETH could have gone to the top side. But right now um, with some of the standard deviations I look at, uh, we're we're looking at probably a 006 area. And of course you've got this local low down here so perhaps even zero to five point zero to five could happen so again I mean that's just in line with the nature of what happens when um, they find the opportunity to leverage up the markets so um, I think that's about all from an we're still slightly in positive um, overall positive shorts versus longs and um, the divergences they they're not they just don't seem to be giving nearly as much signal as they used to um, QCoin, I'm not sure how much I trust any of these numbers anymore, honestly. Um, but we have overall for Binance and for OKX, we have been sort of below the line this week. But um, yeah, I'm not sure how reliable that that chart is anymore. Uh, but it is interesting to look at. So let's finish off uh, by taking a look at the crypto markets and um, Bitcoin right now is kind of like you know it's the big headline one because people are still worried about the banking system and they're not sure about what's going to happen. So, I mean, right. People are going to go to the big ones that make sense. That's going to be Ethereum. So we're basically playing in this yellow box here and that yellow box is a very obvious spot, a very obvious place to draw. We'll go to the weekly. So it's even more obvious. Um, It's basically just um, the spot that you would see from the lower bound of the summer crash in 2021. uh, And then sort of the upper bound over here for both um, sort of the close on the weekly. And then also, um, for June 2022, right? So uh, it's really just a range that I expect us to be playing in for a while. Yes, price is above this sort of line right here. And that's like the highest line that you can draw. Um, but I I don't really, I don't expect this thing to just bust out to 33,000 or like that. If it does wick up there, I think that's probably a good opportunity to take profit. Um, maybe even worth scalping a short. Um, I don't think that this is over. Like I said, I'm starting to entertain the possibility that uh, that this thing keeps going. Um, farther than, uh, farther than you know than we had originally anticipated. So there's another thing here. This is the BLX chart, which is the lifetime uh, Bitcoin price. And I wanted to do this because these descriptive statistics um, are they make more sense when we're looking at uh, the full price history. So uh, one thing we can do is just kind of like expand this chart, and you can see that basically the the moving average is the white line, and then the upper standard deviation, which is the blue lines here. That range there is kind of like the bear market range. Um, And then the purple line is kind of like a bull market things are positive range so we're basically like right on that verge and these are this is psychological in nature the reason that the standard deviations and moving averages are important is because humans are intuitively and even animals in general are statistic like you can you can sense statistics in a way like in a very intuitive way you might not be able to give the number but they've just done these experiments where people um even when the odds are slightly for them or slightly against them, their bodies sh- their bodies will show these like um, physiological cues that they know the deck is stacked against them, uh, and it can happen very quickly. So, anyways, they're important because they're psychological in nature, and in aggregate, the players in the market um, are going to be going off of sort of like statistical estimates that everyone's making. Um, so, anyways, we're basically sitting below the um, this purple line, which is like a derivative of the standard deviation. Um, and these purple lines are very important to me. Uh, it's kind of a, a concept that I, I invented. Um, maybe someone else invented it. <laughs> probably already. And I just you know thought of it later. Uh, but anyways, this so this is kind of an important resistance point. is What I'm trying to get at here. So we'll have to see uh, how that you know how this plays out. But I don't expect the the Bitcoin or um, crypto total charts to be too extravagant. Although shitcoins seem like they they want to make a run here. People are starting to get confident. Right. We're starting to beat these summer levels. This is total. So. Um, you know, and then here on the Z-scores, we've kind of got a positive trend on these Z-scores. So overall, I mean, I, I could definitely see a pullback happening. Um, that's that's definitely something that we could see. Um, but overall, I do think that it's still game on. Uh, I You might take some profits, but I mean, overall, the name of the game so far has just been to stay in the market. And right now, I don't really see anything um, to that would contradict that. So, um, yeah, overall, I think that's, that's mostly it. We've got the Bitcoin dominance chart. Um, we've broken above these... Uh, these statistical levels again like these kind of a uh, lifetime um this is a lower standard deviation this orange line here so um the thing is we we hit this uh we hit this dotted line right here which is kind of a natural kind of one of the final resistance points for btc dominance um i'm not too convinced necessarily that this will have to go up immediately because it does look people like people are rotating into shit coins um and uh you know maybe that's not a bad thing to do to take some trades there um i do think that 52, 50 to 52% is probably in the cards. So, um, oh, and then, uh, yeah, we, oh, we talked about it. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, I say, oh, you know, let's take one quick look at gold and then, and then we'll be done. So, um, yeah, gold gold has this like, it's vast, this vacillating price action. Um, and it, I mean, it looks like it's going to keep going up. It looks like it's starting to form this uh, rising wedge. But, um, you know, again, I think that gold is a great long term play. And uh, personally, you know, I would just keep hobbling there. So uh, thanks everyone, and uh, hope you have a good weekend.
0: Awesome, right. thank you, Body.
1: I think we have the pre-recorded
0: the be- and also live.
1: <laughs> the, the best price report in the game coming from Body. Oh, Appreciate it, man. thanks guys.
0: Of course No, so, Thank you.
1: <laughs> a- anything you want to add? Given uh, since since you recorded yesterday, is there <laughs> been any 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 new new news?
3: No, I don't think so. I saw Monero ticked up. Um, I was worried we might have to go test that line and be nervous, you know, that we could break down again, but it looks like it ticked up this morning. So
4: that's nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of the uh, upcoming Monero birthday Monero run? You think we might see any effect on Monero from that?
3: Um, I'm not as optimistic as I was last year on that being like a big price pump event. It doesn't seem like there's nearly as much interest. By this time last year, we had already seen significant movement of Monero compared to the rest of the market. Mm -hmm. Um, It was also kind of the middle of the bear market. So, you know, that could it could have a lot to do with that. And then also it does look like Binance um, accumulated a whole big stack of Monero last month. So I think they're probably ready for us this time. Um, Maybe it was just too much bad press. So they, they just figured they'd prepare for it. Because their, their withdrawals have been open, like for the past few months, uh, they've they've kept their withdrawals open. So, I mean, I don't want to be like a negative Nancy on that. Like I'm still going to, you know, participate by a little bit um, on the 18th and everyone should still do it because we still should audit their reserves. Because for all we know, uh, maybe they didn't prepare, right? Maybe that was just all fake. Uh, maybe they're kind of like cooking their books and we uh, we do the Monero run and, uh, you know, maybe they shut down their withdrawals. So. Uh, But, you know, I'm just saying, don't get your hopes too high that we're going to have the kind of crazy breakout like we did last time.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just just a good opportunity to pull your Monero off exchanges anyway, if you haven't already.
3: Yeah. Do it. Awesome. I tried to make a Reddit post on cryptocurrency and uh, it didn't get the 2,000 upvotes like the other one did last year.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was you? Okay, yeah. I saw that. Somebody... uh, I I didn't realize that was your post. It it didn't get a a ton of love. You kind of pitched it as, let's make this just a general... Pull your coins off exchanges day, right? Not so much just Monero only,
3: right? Um, I mean, I kind of, I kind of tipped my hat to the other coins and to the general circumstances of the market, but it, it was Monero focused. It was um, the Monero run uh, or the money run anniversary. So, um, I mean, I said, you know, I mean, in general, we should be people should be pulling your coins off, and it should be abundantly clear now why that's the case. Um, but you know, it's kind of a special date for us for Monero because last year we proved that the exchanges were totally fractionally reserved and just didn't have them in there. They said they did. That was a big turning point, I think, for for a lot of us when it was like, because, you know, people used to be like, oh, you're a conspiracy, tinfoil hat, whatever. And then we proved it on April 18th last year that, no, they didn't, they couldn't meet our demand. And we're just a small niche group in crypto. Um, although it seems like we're becoming less niche um, every, you know, by the month, by the year. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure.
1: But it didn't get a lot of love on on Reddit in the
3: crypto No, this... Groups. The one I posted um, a couple of days ago got maybe like thirty or forty upvotes, but oh, the one I posted last year got like two thousand upvotes. Oh shit! Yeah. Awesome. I don't man. know. I talked to JW. You got you got him on your on your show here today. Yeah,
1: so yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll move it along. Thank you so much, man. Enjoy your vacation. Thank you. Yes, Enjoy. Thank you. Very uh, very if we, if we do a special show on Monero's birthday on the Monero Run, maybe, maybe you can jump in if you're available. That's coming up right on Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Shit.
3: Okay. Cool. Yeah. If I'm around, I'll definitely try and jump on. All right, well, enjoy right, your
0: vacation.
3: Thank Cheers. you. Thanks, you guys. You time. Bye.
0: Later, man. Bye. All righty. Let's right move to. on to the da- Let's do it. And now for the Minera development segment. I'm nasally, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. <laughs> Look at him. And then he's saying, I'm faking." Look at that. <laughs> Hi. What's up, man? How's it going?
2: How y'all
0: doing? Good, good.
2: How are you? I'm doing much better.
0: Good, good, Yeah, yeah you, you were, sick were sick last week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. I'm yeah. so bad. How are you feeling You're right now?
2: I feel pretty – I feel better. I'm still taking it easy. I don't know what it was. It was It was just maybe – I've been trying to exercise more, and then I think I just caught something at work, and then I didn't rest, and then just got caught up with oh you gotta you gotta, rest, wow, man. you gotta rest yeah you uh, gotta say that y'all doing like 30 different I things know, I, know, I, know. <laughs> I gotta rest y'all. But, uh, you know we 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 <laughs> thank crashed, you uh, help help hopefully, hopefully we don't
1: crash before the conference i probably will. Oh, he just keeps
0: i'm like dying he's <laughs> yeah. like catch up i'm like are you kidding me yeah let's not get it we that. recharged <laughs> in puerto rico lately. yeah we yeah had, we no had it had did a, well know? it's
1: not that wasn't a relaxed no because he wants to do
0: a show every time
1: No, it's not relaxing because we're with your family, (laughs) yeah,
0: but it was nice. Yeah, it wasn't relaxing, but it was fun. You don't don't really go to Puerto Rico
1: to relax, no, I don't have an amazing time, time. you have an amazing time, but it's not you don't come back, no, uh, yeah, man. Hey, keep resting up. Thanks, thanks for doing this anyway, appreciate it. (laughs) No, of course, thank
2: you. It's a a pleasure.
1: So, what what do we got? What do we got this week?
2: Um, so we have, I think Rucknium has been covering the impact of mortals, I think, for the past pretty much, I think, since they went live, I think he's been covering them. Because in the in the past videos, as you mentioned, um, or more knows, minor NFTs are only harmful at like certain levels. So, um, Rucknem has recently put out a great Reddit post about all their research they've been doing. I believe at least over the past month. I think it goes back a little bit further than that, also. So we're just going to cover the impact of that and pretty much overview um, Rucknem's report.
1: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I saw his Reddit post. It was it was, it was really cool. I mean, it. Um... Yeah. The the data he used to explain things was was, was really interesting. And then just he just kind of for me kind of explained things in a way where it hasn't really been explained yet to me in that in that fashion, where I kind of understand oh, the impact a little bit better in terms of how abmortals are affecting the decoy selection, essentially.
2: Yeah. And I would say um is they're a great like educator, also like great developer, great statistician, it's amazing. All the beautiful graphs, all it's it's just like a, a plus, A plus yeah,
1: word. <laughs> he, he is awesome, man. He is awesome. I think he came, I think he was originally from like the Bcash community, and then he found an interest in Monero a few years ago. Or I don't. I don't want to misquote or misstate, but I'm pretty sure that's kind of like what the history of Rucknian was. And he's, he's been uh, pretty involved for a couple of years now. And he has yet to uh, publicly come out, but he will be. Which you know, not not encouraging him to do so. I, I like that he's mm-hmm. he's, he's lurking and hiding. <laughs> uh, but uh, he will be presenting at Monerotopia remotely. He's going to uh, voice disguise and oh, do.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Or I think. Oh,
0: I didn't realize that. Okay. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Anyway, he's yeah, he's been not, talking to him. have. Yeah, realized. he's not
1: revealing himself. Um, cool. he's going to do I think text to speech for his for and, wow. then, and then he'll be doing Q and A as well with text. So very cool. He's oh,
2: gonna, he's gonna be a fast typer. <laughs> <I know. laughs> he's got to be like. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know, know. how he's going to do it, but, you That's know, cool. he's, he's a pretty
1: impressive dude. So I'm sure will an
2: interview Doug, with someone was doing like a Monero talk interview with someone who was, who was um doing like voice attacks or like something yeah, like sure. that. Of course. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was just curious. I, I I don't remember in your backlog. We have so many. I don't. Oh, don't have, watch I? Oh, have, I? have I? we? No. Uh, well, no, just we
1: had, we had somebody on that was completely, was be blind. Remember? and, and Oh, uh, no. I mean, this is kind of a different, right. And he, yeah, he was, uh. Right, maybe, I forget
0: what that, that was. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, I think.
1: Yeah, cool. it was cool. I mean, we've obviously had people come on anonymously and disguising their mm-hmm. voice and whatnot. I don't think we've had somebody doing it. No, a speech, just that maybe I person, did, but uh, I think whatever. It was but for, yeah, like, totally I mean, open to it. Obviously,
0: Anybody that was know? a Monerotopia episode. He was yeah, on was live. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, ah, okay. Um, yeah, take yeah, it away. I'm gonna get into the morals. We can talk about this show, the, the Monero Talk Show, later. I have a little bit at the end of the slide about Monero Talk. Big fan, but um. So yeah, I have the slide here. How bad are Mornos? Unfortunately for the people at home that are listening and not watching, there's going to be a bunch of um, slides courtesy of Recknium, but you won't be able to see them. I'll probably to explain them. But if you can, it'd be probably much better for you if you were to able to watch this. But basically the presentation today is going to be how bad are Mornos? And for anyone who like, unless you've been underneath the rock for the past like two months, you know what Mornos are, for anyone that, you know, late to the game. Omronal is a Monero NFT essentially, so we're gonna see how bad they are for Monero's privacy right now. And all of this stuff I'm talking about right now comes—I literally copy and pasted it, so I gotta cite my sources from Rucknium. Like we said, they're gonna be the Monero Topia, and they do great work. I have a couple Twitter threads about them; they're—they're they're amazing. So this—all my information comes from them. You can go to Monero right now, Monero Reddit. I believe the post is still like in the top five posts. Right now. So if you search this title, it'll show up. It's an amazing post. But let, let's get into it. So basically, um, this whole um, paper or presentation talks about black marble. You might ask yourself, what is a black marble? Well, first, to understand what a black marble is, you have to understand how Monero provides privacy. And one of the ways Monero pr- pr- provides privacy is when you send a transaction, it actually hides the um outputs of that transaction by including different other output or input sorry inputs of the transaction so it mixes your coins with others coins on this graph here i think there's only like a couple but right now it mixes it with other 15. so when you send a transaction it, it goes to the blockchain and randomly picks or not randomly there's a specific method that it picks other inputs to, to tie into your transaction but as you can see if let's say for example if you were to pick 16 inputs or 15 inputs that were bad, right? You would basically get no protection. So there's this relationship with outputs or inputs, things like that. So, what is a black marble? You can see here a black marble, and this one is a transaction input that is bad in the transaction. And for example, there are many different things that could be a black marble, but for right now, all you need to understand is that a black marble is a bad input chosen. Any questions so far? Am I going too fast? No, no, no.
1: no. Good stuff. Good stuff.
2: And then, so like you said, Right now, the, the ring size, of fit. you take 16 inputs into the ring size, but you actually have an effective ring size. So for example, let's say you were to get three more nodes in your inputs, you would have an effective ring size of 13 instead of the original 16. And a smaller effective ring size is bad, obviously, right? Because I mean, you can imagine a worst, worst case scenario where you get really extremely unlucky and you pick 15 more, more nodes, you basically have no input privacy. Because the mortals are all public so they're known inputs so they're not giving you any an- anonymity sets essentially but the thing is about this is that this isn't an issue that affects just monero nfts coinbase outputs could be an example of black marbles they're known they're a very unlikely to be the real spins so it, it hurts your privacy a lot and ring selection is random so you can't really control this right let's say you were to go to your monero gui send a transaction you most users don't have the skill to really pick their outputs so you can just get really unlucky how unlucky you might ask we have some great slides from reckoning and this is a slide that talks about how many black balls exist over time and a black ball again is just a bad input so you can see a yellow line here so actually before Mornos existed which is the black line down here You can see the yellow line is just coinbase output so in the past before mortals were a big issue the biggest threat to your privacy in in this specific way was actually coinbase output because they were very unlikely to be spent and then the way monero decentralized mining works there are a ton of them well not a ton but there are more than something like on bitcoin and they're very more much more frequent, also so you can see this graph here and in the first line is when more nodes come into existence. More
1: we should say, too, that uh, that orange line, right, where the Coinbase black balls plummeted on March, oh, yeah. March 15th because there was a new implementation pool, right? Yep. Uh, I guess we do. I don't, I don't really understand exactly what was implemented that reduced the effect of the black balls coming from Coinbase. Maybe maybe you understand, but
2: uh apparently I, I, something that reduced the effect. Yeah, I believe they just condensed them and issued Coinbase outputs less often. I'm not sure though. Right. So like you might you might for example you might have a Coinbase output much more frequently and they just reduced that. And that hopefully reduced the amount of Coinbase outputs in general. So you you got bigger payouts less often, essentially right. I think but, is what they did.
1: It was kind of interesting that that happened, you know, so they kind of solved the Coinbase blackball thing right before <laughs> Ed Moore Cardinals and then two days later. Ed <laughs> That's how life that
2: goes, though. Sometimes, you know, you solve one thing, there's there's always yeah. something popping up yeah yeah but yeah
1: like <laughs> more, you know you're doing a great job, but yeah, I think the moral of the story here for me overall when i when I read mm-hmm. Rock Games Post is you see how the, you know privacy is a constant battle, we always say it. yeah and now you can actually see that statistically, right? like that oh yes, here, here we are losing the battle for a little bit, and then boom, kind of a breakthrough. Uh, a new <laughs> implementation, and we've gotten rid of these black balls. All right, then there's m and boom, you can see a drop off there as well, right? So, yep, um, I think that's kind of the, the, the biggest takeaway for kind of noobs who are wondering what this all means is that we're going to constantly face these issues. And the uh, most compelling part of all this is that the Monero development community is constantly actively trying to uh thwart them and effectively so. But go ahead man
2: yeah so like doug said this slide beautifully um over time you see the different things battling for i guess being the the worst black ball you had coinbase then you had Mornos come and take over then Mornos went down because no one really used them as much then you had so i love coinbase down here but as doug said right we've got much better if you go back to the left side that's where we were there but now we're down here around the 10 percent. so much better but once again, in order to understand how your privacy is hurt, you have to understand that you, you take inputs into your transaction, which high which output you're spending, and then if you get one of these bad black balls, that can actually reduce your ring sizes. So, but on average, you might ask, how much is my privacy hurt? So on the on the left of this graph here, by reckoning you can see at the top you have sixteen Monero's default ring size is sixteen. That's the that's a, I believe the minimum you can get. So everyone has sixteen here. More nodes didn't exist. So you can see on the, on the left, you have the effective ring size if you only consider more nodes, for example. So if you go to the black line here, sorry, like I said, it's gonna be very graph heavy for the people listening, but I'm trying my best to <laughs> um, translate the graph for you guys. But over time, you can see how different things affect the ring size. So if you started out, more nodes where it didn't exist, so they had no effect on the ring size. So you actually got the full privacy of the 16 outputs. And you can see down here, um, the Coinbase outputs. If you go to the far right here, you can see actually more nodes went went away. So the Coinbase um, effect or the more node output effect on your privacy has decreased. So you're almost back up to 16, but not exactly. And the biggest threat right now is going to be just the Coinbase outputs. But once again, the Coinbase outputs are much better than when they started. So I want to be clear about that. Just an overview about the history. And this is the worst, worst case scenario. So on the last slide was the average in the worst case scenario right now is going to be, I think it's a 5% um, deviation. So the worst case right now is going to be um, still Coinbase again. And in the worst case scenario you can get, it's probably going to be somewhere around 12. So you're still pretty private, right? 16 12 out of 16 is not like the worst thing in the world, but we're still working to improve it like Doug right, said.
1: We're still above the previous ring size. Yeah, we're still
2: above the previous ring size. So this, all of this, like Doug said, the summary for people at home looking for the, a quick tail DR, Monero is constantly growing and constantly improving its privacy. And, and yes, we did have drama around more no's, but we are still in a better place than when we started a couple of months ago, actually. So the privacy of Monero has actually increased. Based upon these statistics. Awesome, man. Yeah, and and a quick. How do we fix this permanently? Right there, I think um, as Doug has shown via his various interviews, there is no like correct fix. You know, just a less wrong one. And Rucknill finished off his post with some options. Option A would be to exclude more notes from decoy selection, but a lot of people are upset with that option because it sort of condones more notes, You know, they sort of brings them into the protocol and accepts them, and then like oh we're going to think about unit protocol how we design our protocol a lot of people don't like that idea and yeah
1: i think also says that that becomes kind of a cat and mouse game too where then you could exclude it in one way but then it can uh you know reappear in another way where the Mm -hmm. where it gets around the right
2: yeah then you have another option is like prevent the transform mortals which leads back to other issues and you can also alter tx extra rules and the one that i think everyone agrees with right right the most ones just increase the ring size, right? Because I think Surface is throwing around ring size. I think between 128 and 256, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. But so right, we're talking about 12 and 16. 256 is so much bigger, and that would be such a much better improvement. But once again, referencing the Doug's talks, um, Doug recently, I believe, like was that two weeks ago, had a great talk with JT, JT Grassy Br- and and also um, Luke was there also, I mm-hmm. believe. Yes. Luke, and it was an amazing Art. talk about the nuances towards the end. So, once again, the experts are having opinions on these. Y'all should just go listen to them. It's a great video. I don't try to summarize it, but it covers the moral issue, I think, in very nuanced and great ways. And also, there are weekly dev means if you want to follow this issue more closely. And some, some we say talk about TX extra. They have time. Sometimes they don't get around to it, but the notes are always there. So, you can always go and listen to the devs talk about it in more detail.
1: All right, buddy. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. For anybody, you know, noobs listening, I feel like people listen to this and then they're like, oh my God, Monero's broken. You know, this is, no. this, is this has been something that's been known since, you know, the, the existence of Monero that ring signatures are the weak component. Mm-hmm. But I think people need to realize too, ring signatures are but one component of Monero too, right? Like this is just obfuscating, you know, who the, who the signer is of the transaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, confidential transactions, you know, that, there's 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 no issue there stealth addresses there's no issue there at ring signatures effectively there is no issue when you statistically look at it it's yep. just not, it's not ideal right and because mm-hmm. privacy is a constant battle we want to improve it and but we want to do it in a way where we don't overnight uh, create an unusable currency right where it becomes transaction fees become too high the transactions become too heavy right we could go to a, a ring size of a thousand tomorrow but the, the blockchain would be yeah. way too large, too fast, right? It wouldn't, it wouldn't, yeah. be, it, you know, wouldn't be practical. So we, ha- we have to wait for other efficients to come in before we case the ring size and then mm-hmm. hopefully eventually swap it out uh, with uh, full proofs, which you know, I think we, we've spoken about that quite a bit on this show, um, but it just needs to be done in a responsible manner. And I'm sure that's going to be a, a big discussion at Monerotopia as well.
2: Yeah, definitely. I also have to think about this thing. I don't know doing research. I know FIRO has this thing... Where they don't do full membership proof but they still have pretty large anonymity sets so i don't know if, if it's like full full proof you know like i don't know like question do you need three hundred thousand um out, decoys to have a good transaction i don't know that's still in talks though but i'm just thinking about that those type of things
1: yeah i mean they use Lilantis, yeah. which is basically mm-hmm. Ser- you know a version of seraphis is what monero i think i think that's what you're
2: thinking. oh yeah 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 i just don't know if it's is- like final currently doesn't have full membership proof. So I, don't, I don't know if you need no. them to have great privacy. a no, question. They're, they're you probably just, need bigger. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the, the spark They just have a uh, much larger ring. Yeah. Basically the, yeah.
2: Basically. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what so. we'll get with Seraphis as well. Oh um, yeah, I'm excited.
1: And yeah, Co, Co will be down there. I forget, do, Are you coming to
3: Benarotopia? You?
2: Yes. Yes. All right. Awesome. <laughs> I got my. Um, I know there's a bunch of fiasco with the passport, so mine came early. Actually, I don't know what's going on. I just, I just got lucky. But yeah. yeah, there was another
0: one too that was like waiting, and he, yeah, four weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. People, yeah, oh,
1: fingers crossed. People are actually getting their passports. Pretty crazy, which is fantastic. But yeah, we, we're hoping to have uh, a panel. You know we'll talk about kind of the future development of Monero and you know we're <laughs> gonna have Co down there, he's gonna give his own talk, but we want to put him on that panel. Ko is obviously he's developing Seraphis. We just spoke about Luke Parker, Luke is you know genius whiz kid, uh, that's that's building dry <laughs> but also understands Monero tech really well and is a Monero dev. So we'd have him on that panel. Uh, maybe we get Justin Earnhofer on there, just kind of Ooh. talk about the, the future of of monero and like this idea of developing you know full proofs into monero how practically how that might come about and what to expect us so that should be
2: cool. oh i'm so excited <laughs>
1: yeah, it's gonna be good man it's gonna be good with, be with the mar- fresh margarita in your hand that you purchased yes. with Monero. i mean it's it's you know it's you be can't good. beat it you can't beat it <laughs> so go rest up man go rest up because we're, uh, we're gonna
2: you. i just say the thing, same thing to y'all See <laughs> you. All right. <laughs> see you.
1: Right, Thanks
0: so much. All right. The Monero guest segment is sponsored by Cake Wallet. Store, send, receive, and exchange your Monero and Bitcoin safely on iOS and Android too. Cake Wallet is open source, and you always control your own keys.
5: All hello. Hello. Right. Oh, there you go. Let now. me see. Oh no, you're good. Okay. You're good. Dad. There you go. <laughs> okay, I well, thought it was on mind. my side.
0: No,
5: no, no. Uh, not so much. Go. Not so much. Enjoying my Saturday. Beautiful spring weather.
1: Where Where are you at these days? I mean, you know, obviously you don't want to give away your 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 exact location, but uh, can you give us an idea? Well,
5: uh no no, 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 I'm outside of Philadelphia. Um, okay. like on the border of rich suburbs and Amish country. In ah, so you're on the East Coast, in, all right? Because I know you're you're on the yeah, West Coast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we were in California for a while and we moved back a couple of years ago. Cool. Just to be closer to the family and everything, yeah. Yeah, I know. We get some right
1: now. Yeah, I know. Not gonna um, So how's it going, man? Excited that you'll be coming down to Monerotopia Glad we were able to figure that out.
5: Yeah, I was coming either way. So but I'm glad to be coming down now, like officially on behalf of Wow Nero for sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so what is going on with Wow Nero, man? What's the deal? I mean we had people talking about Pirate Chain on here last week. You know, let's uh we might as well give you the stage here with, with, with Wow Nero. What's going on?
5: Um, you know, like I'm probably like the most hands off CEO of any shitcoin in the world, but <laughs> we we are having some some uh Syncing issues with the wallet where there was an issue with the bulletproofs plus um transactions. And it was causing like after you use the wallet a couple of times, like transactions would start to fail. And so we we got that fixed a couple of months ago, and then we decided to like other people, not me, decided to have a hard fork on April 1st, uh, which wasn't totally necessary, um, but it just was kind of like a way to force everyone to update their clients to be at like a modern Monero code base and kind of fix little bugs like that. And the major changes, I think, on the hard fork that happened April 1st, which was Monero, well, Monero's fifth birthday, which is unbelievable. It's been around for five years now. Um, yeah, I know. Time flies, huh? When you're having fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, like the major changes in the new release which is kanti karen uh, we, we we implemented view tag uh which is, it helps you sync your client your wallet faster and we made a like protocol level restriction on the transaction extra field to one kilobyte so that's like that's the strategy that monero has been using to deal with these mordinals. but on monero it's not enforced at the protocol level they're just like asking all of the mining pools and everything not to include transactions with more than one kilobyte in transaction extra so that's kind of like codified in the protocol for while there are now um so that was april first cool. yeah
1: that's awesome yeah yeah
5: yeah I mean you... and then go ahead sorry go ahead no, no i go was ahead. gonna say the other the other thing um that happened after that is like all of the fucking mobile wallets broke for some reason <laughs> with the hard fork. Um, but luckily, uh, since you invited me to come down and sell swag for WoW and XMR, that would have been like a major problem if there was no working mobile wallets. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got some swag ordered and I saw Diego Ray StackWallet Stack Wallet on Twitter just this morning announced that they have the fix and the release is coming tomorrow. So we will have. Uh, iOS and Android wallets that should be functional be- well before Monero Topia. So I was a little bit nervous about that, but thanks to uh, Cipher Stack and Diego for for supporting Monero and getting that taken care of for sure.
1: Sweet, yeah, we're trying to get um, was it what's the wallet called? Stack Wallet.
5: Stack Wallet, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We're trying to get them at least added to Adoption Alley. We gotta uh, follow through with the. Oh. Awesome, man. So yeah, I mean, so what do you do? You still see like narrow as kind of the, the the test net for for Monero? Is that how you?
5: Yeah, actually, um Wowario, who's kind of like the lead developer, I guess, lead code copier, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> like he kind of you know manages most of the merges and stuff to GitHub at this point. Um, he he asked me to let everyone know, like you know, narrow does if you're a developer and you have ideas about improvements that could be made on a monero like blockchain um and you're willing to kind of do the work to implement it in the code base then that's yeah you're welcome to come try it out on wow narrow which is in some ways kind of like a test I, like i mean we we will merge almost anything as long as it doesn't like break the network completely so We've done stuff in the past, like with our Bruner when he was doing the multi sig stuff. He kind of was testing it out on Wow, and I think we merged like bulletproofs and random Wow and stuff ahead of Monero because, to some extent, at least I guess we don't give a fuck. Right? <laughs> like, we're gonna do it live, right? Like yeah, it was like yeah, a live testnet, in yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it puts it out into the wild right away. So do you do you see like maybe Seraphis getting implemented to Wow?
5: Maybe, time. I mean, like, all of the work has to be done, right? Like, we don't have Co or right. some of this, like, copy. Jay Berman. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> so, like, that cryptography side of stuff is is probably a little unreasonable to expect someone to, like, develop something on WoW. But, yeah, I mean, like, I would assume that, you know, on Monero, it'll be ready and it'll be on Testnet for probably three to six months before Before Monero, because like Monero even hard forks all of the time compared to Bitcoin, but Monero seems to be getting a little more conservative with how frequent they hard fork. So I would expect Serapis will be ready for Monero long before it gets activated via hard fork. And so I I would assume probably, wow, we'll just merge that shit and turn it on as soon as it's ready. I think we kind of got bit in the ass a little bit with that previously where like, I think maybe it was on bullet proofs where like we had merged it and then it was still on testnet, and then Monero made like some changes last minute. So there was like a little bit of differences in the implementation and that caused some headaches, like trying to keep up to date with the Monero code later. But yeah, I would guess like if it's ready, we'll probably activate it ahead of Monero.
1: Now you're kind of, you're like into NFTs too, right? Like, aren't you uh, kind of, so I'm
5: surprised yeah, I have a you company.
1: want NFTs to blossom on WoW, right? But here you are, you're limiting the transaction. I mean, transaction. that wasn't my,
5: de- that like, it wasn't my decision. <laughs> like, I well, wasn't involved. There was no like, we didn't have yeah. like a board meeting and things out. now that was, I like, I, it seems like a very convoluted approach on Monero and I I mean, you looked at the graph in the last segment, like there was like a brief period of interest and then it went to absolute zero in terms of the number of NFTs being minted on Monero. So I don't well, think, I think that it's there's really
1: a... because of the threat of the fact that, you know, Monero is going to do whatever it needs to do to make it really hard, you know, inscriptions on. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And I like, I don't know that limiting transaction extra or getting rid of transaction extra is... The best path forward, like I've heard Justin talk about it. I think on Monero talk, maybe and, and like how they can, you know, shift from using transaction extra to using transaction outputs, which would be, I think like even worse for the privacy Mm -hmm. implications of Monero's on NFT. So it's like, you know, like you kill the snake and it just splits into like it's, so I don't know that that's, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I love NFTs. I think that. Digital ownership is is going to be very important in the future, um, whether that is like your Fortnite skins or your, you know, digital art photography collection or whatever. Like, you know, the world is becoming more and more digital and you need a way to have real ownership of digital assets, which is like a solved problem for fungible or semi-fungible tokens like Bitcoin and Monero, but like for unique things. The solution is NFTs in my opinion. And I don't know that like there's maybe there's just not a place for that on the Monero network, or maybe Terry will launch someday and that will kind of be the place for it. I don't know. Like, um, but yeah, I am, I have a company with Cardi, uh, Sewell, who is actually the guy who kind of came up with the idea for Wow back in early 2018 with somebody else on IRC. And he did, he's an artist, like he's a fine artist for a decade plus. And he did all of the branding and logos and everything before I even decided to launch a network. Like it was really just a meme before I stupidly decided to like actually launch a blockchain. Uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he lived, he used to live a couple hours away from me in California and we would hang out a lot. And, and he's super, super into NFTs. Um, and we started a company in early 2021 all on ethereum but um yeah so it's like really like the two founders of wow well narrow have gone on to nfts on ethereum on NFT, um, yeah what,
1: company, what do you guys do like what is the
5: uh so it started out as this company it's called patron p-a-t-r-n and there's a website p-a-t-r-n dot me uh where the idea was to be able to do crowdfunding for nfts so like an artist could post their work um and set a goal in eth of like 0.1 eth maybe and then if there was like patrons who liked the work you like like it by sending some eth so like if five people sent 0.02 and it reached the artist's goal then it would mint five copies of the nft and send them to everyone who liked it or if somebody really loved it they could just send 0.1 and then they would there would be a unique nft that got minted to that person um and it, it, we got a MVP up. And actually, the other person at the company is Lance is a Menace, L Z A Menace, who's like, he's a contributor to Monero and Wellnero as well. Um, and, but like, it, it kind of, we had the, Cardi got the front end done and then he was like waiting for Lance to finish the back end. And he was like, I'm just going to make a bunch of NFTs and we can, we sold, we sold some originally, but then we just started giving them away for free via the company. And then, you know, you get money on the royalties for each resale so we made some money in 2021 with this brand called art101 giving away a bunch of nfts and then people would trade them and we get some money from that and so we have kind of this a lot of collections it's kind of a brand on its own called art101 that you can check out art101.io um and and we haven't been pushing it much at all for at least the last 4 or 5 months like Cardi works at OpenSea, and Lance is super busy with other stuff, so it's kind of in stasis right now. But it's still around. We're we're gonna get some keep. We have ideas about how to move forwards with it. So nice. We will see what well, the future brings. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. You're you're obviously a, a very creative guy, and you, you like working, exciting, creating, creative things. Um. So it's cool to say. Cool to say. Do you, is there anything else you kind of have uh, boiling up in, in your mind? Things that you want to work on in the crypto space?
5: Um. I guess like my Yes. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Um, I have like a a kind of wallet project I've been working on. It's like a little bit on the back burner for sure now, but I'm still interested. in. And then I've been, you know, spending a ton of time for the last seven or eight months really on Reddit because I'm also a moderator on the big R cryptocurrency subreddit. And in August of last year, the moons there's like the community token for the subreddit went to like mainnet on Arbitrum Nova, which is like a layer two on Ethereum. And it's just been a ton of stuff going on there. And we've kind of been trying to push the envelope a little bit on what people can do with these moons so that you can like buy the banner now. So we like rent out the banner. It's a subreddit, we have over 6 million subscribers and we probably get a few hundred thousand unique visitors every day. Um, and so we don't like take the money, you have to burn the moons in order to rent the banner. And then you get to keep it up there. And it's been it's been really cool. We had um local Monero. And
1: yes, that's when we first Agoura
5: desk. They've been doing a lot of rentals. And I actually helped them out like I swapped some moons for XMR with them. Can, can we can we and do this? Really cool.
1: Uh, for the monero topia conference that would be that would be huge
5: yeah yeah you, you can it's like it's not even like it's about 500 bucks a day or something yeah i mean we can talk about it later yeah we'll, we'll reach not, out to you It'd be
1: awesome like i yeah. think
5: for the number of eyeballs that you get it's it's a really good value um and it's, it's open awesome. yeah like as long as you're not a total fucking scam if you're a little bit scammy even that's probably okay <laughs> but like <laughs> as long as you're not a total scam yeah you should be able to get on there it uh, all i think it's rented for like a month by like nexo but at least maybe we could get it. I don't know. We'll see. I'll talk to you about it later. Yeah, but
0: so can it's really there.
5: cool to, to help fave. out local Monero. We, out yeah. Monero
1: and, and <laughs> yeah. we pulled some strings there.
5: Yeah, we'll see. Um, and then, so it's been cool to help them and see them up top of the subreddit. And I think Majestic Bank was up there. And then I bought while wow, Nero was up there on April 1st for the birthday, Majestic I got in Bank, right before.
1: You know, be He's <laughs> in, in the scammer category, though. Is it Majestic Bank in the scammer category? Have they, uh, I
5: told you, like, maybe, like as long as you're not a total.
3: <laughs> we're in the I'm total. I'm not going to comment. <laughs> yeah. Keep us over there.
5: Yeah. Oh, that was, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a cool, I'm, I'm going to just move on from that. But uh, it's really, yeah, it's cool to kind of see that. Experiment with Reddit kind of become more, uh, economically kind of like have some real like economic weight for the token holders. Like, you know, the people who use the subreddit get moons just for participating and then they get to like vote on who gets to come do AMAs using their moons now. And then like whoever wants to rent the banner, they have to go buy up moons and burn them. So it's a really cool experiment that I've been having fun with. Um, and, and really like I, I think Reddit is doing a lot to onboard, like, you know, regular people, for lack of a better word, to cryptocurrency and especially NFTs. Like, I think that their avatar program is probably like the biggest avenue for people to kind of hold and, and really like kind of use NFTs. Out of any anything in the world that's happened in the last couple of years, Sweet. so I like working with Reddit. Yeah, like that's the other thing. I love oh, you so know cool. all kinds of cryptocurrency stuff, but yeah, Reddit's been a major part of my life for the last six months for sure.
1: Very cool. Yeah, I didn't realize that that you're behind that. Very cool. Um, cool man. Should we should we jump to news and then yeah, and then spaces? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, we have a pre-recorded uh video for news.
1: Okay. Yeah, if you could if you could okay. stick around. Yeah. If not, yep
0: to stick around uh i kind of gotta
5: i gotta run i'm sorry okay. uh, <laughs> no, I, sorry, we uh here. thank you guys thank you guys for having me on i really appreciate it and i will definitely see you in mexico in no, a few weeks with some swag yeah. and we'll have working while narrow wallets um Ooh. yeah and i'm what super excited s- to party with you guys oh
1: yeah totally. what kind of swag you're bringing down are you bring like 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 t-shirt type stuff or
5: mostly i've got mostly stickers and then i got one other like uh some pins cuz like i i think i'm i don't even think i'm bringing a carry on so it's like i can't bring oh, wow, t-shirts swear
1: <laughs> you'll be selling
5: yeah i'm just going to wear like 30 t-shirts on the airplane Take them off when i get there they'll
1: really <laughs> we'll have more value they were previously worn by the wow ceo <laughs> yeah hilarious all right brother all right, always thank great you. talking cool. to you thank you guys yeah
5: i'll talk to you guys soon thanks for having yes, me thank cheers
0: you. man yep. righty, i guess move on to The Monerotopia weekly news segment is sponsored by iVPN. Use a VPN to help prevent your online activity from becoming a permanent record. iVPN encrypts your data and DNS requests so your ISP or mobile network provider cannot monitor or log your online activity. Purchase an iVPN service today anonymously with Monero.
4: Good morning. Uh, Good afternoon. Or good night if it's night for you. Welcome to the second attempt of trying to record a news section. Because in the first one, I didn't add the camera and I was just talking to uh, you guys with just a share screen. So now we have the camera as well. Um, today, a lot of CBDC, a lot of CBDC-related news. So let's get into it. The first thing that I want to mention is a tweet from Libertarian Party. Benning TikTok will do nothing to preserve privacy rights rejecting the Restrict Act, repelling all remaining provisions of the Patriot Act and abolishing the NSA will. And the second one, uh, your property and privacy depend on the total rejection of all CBDC schemes, um, which is absolutely true. And everybody knows it, um, or at least people watching this show know this. Um, Yeah, but TikTok is not going to preserve your privacy rights and they don't even care about your privacy rights. Um, But yeah, rejecting the Restrict Act is going to and and everything else um then let's talk about um Mordenals from uh Rocknium is actually going to be at monerotopia in in may so if you want to talk to him in person make sure that you purchase your tickets and you come um and you come to monerotopia uh, the empirical uh research that he conducted basically um, concluded that Mordinals can reduce Monero user privacy when their transaction outputs are included in normal transaction ring signatures as decoys. Just before Mordinal minting spiked, the uh, peer-to-peer pool decentralized mining protocol upgraded to make their payouts more efficient, diminishing the net effect of mortals. Average effective uh, ring size fell to 12.5 at its lowest point. Nominal ring size is 16. So basically mortals you know, can reduce Monero user privacy. If you want more information um, about this study, you can, of course, go in the description and click on this link and read the article for yourself. You can come to Monerotopia and talk to um, rocknum or I think Digun is actually going to talk about this today. So make sure that you check out his video. The next thing that I want to mention is Intercambio, which is a new privacy first, no JavaScript, no KYC exchange aggregator, essentially. Uh, you prioritize the KYC grade and thus get the best privacy for your trade. Um, although JavaScript is not required, you have you if you have it enabled, you'll be able to install the InterCambio app within the browser of any uh, device. Uh, let's actually click on on the exchange link. That's how it looks like. I like the logo. <laughs> I think it looks cool. Um, yeah, so this is really good stuff and make sure to check it out and use it test it and see how you like it now let's discuss monero run that will take place on the 18th of april today's april um 15th now um so basically what the monero run is in case you didn't know people have monero on exchanges and on this day there everybody's going to take their monero from exchanges exchanges in the same time um now should you wait until the eighteenth if you have monero on exchanges? maybe not <laughs> I would do it right now. I wouldn't hold any monero on exchanges um I don't even own any monero on exchanges so I can't even participate in this and maybe I don't even own any monero so or maybe I do you'll never know uh but yeah if you want to wait until the eighteenth that's fine you know do it on the eighteenth for everybody but you know definitely do not have any Monero on centralized exchanges and you know um practice self custody of of your crypto inferior your monero, uh, then we have three more articles uh, pertaining to um, CBDCs. So the IMF wants to publish a CBDC handbook in response to increasing demand for guidance. Of course, every country wants to participate in in, um, in CBDCs. Uh, they all want it. It's the future. So it, it was normal that at some point a larger organization was going to step in and create a, a guidance, a handbook, to um, so that you know is going to um to fasten the process um they've been already working with 30 countries and ever since over 40 more countries have contacted um so far we believe CBDC capacity development is essentially to avoid a digital divide um the handbook as they mentioned i'm not showing it um it's not going to be uh prescriptive yeah it says over here it's going to be descriptive so it's going to be a guidance it's not going to be it's not going to prescribe you what to do necessarily but it's just going to give you the information necessary for you to develop your own cbdc um for your own country so uh this was of course going to happen and it's going to help countries develop um their cbdc's and they can tailor tailor it to their specific needs um the swedish riksbank report is interesting because um sweden has Uh, They're already in the third phase of uh, its CBDC research. Um, You know, the Nordic countries have been in favor of digital payments since COVID. And I think even before 2016, or I'm not entirely sure, but for a long time. Um, But the interesting thing about uh, this article specifically is that, so they were able to purchase um, a car, uh, but while this was a positive sign for the potential of the currency it raised privacy questions due to the extra information that was necessary to complete the complicated transaction Uh, if conditions are placed on money for example that it can be only be used for certain purchases or or on certain occasions it risks becoming something more like a gift card and thus no longer like uh, like money right um so this was one one concern um And then of course, they always mention when something goes wrong a little bit, uh, they want to emphasize that no decision on the issuance of a CBDC has been made. Its decision discussion had a certain sense of urgency. So every single time, oh, okay, this failed, we're still not sure about CBDC. Of course, they're gonna have CBDC. There's gonna be some form of digital currency in the future. Uh, But they also mentioned that when cash takes a backseat in favor of digital services from private sectors, the Riksbank's direct role on the payment market is, is, is reduced. The Riksbank may thus find it more difficult to fulfill its task of promoting a safe and efficient payment system accessible to all groups in society. So, you know, there's going to be problems with CBDCs, but eventually they are going to come to fruition. My question is that what are you going to do with people that don't have cell phones? A lot of people don't have cell phones or a lot of people don't even have good cell phones. So are they going to make government phones that they can produce for cheap so that people can use CBDCs? That's going to be interesting. Uh, So I think for sure we're going to have CBDC and cash. For a long time, until we figure out the situation, because you can't just, you know, ignore the people that don't have phones, (laughs) you know, you can't do that. So um, it's going to be interesting. Now, the last thing that I want to mention is Ripple and Montenegro. Uh, There are a few cryptocurrencies that help countries develop their own CBDCs. Ripple is one of them. Algorand is one of them. They're helping a couple of countries. Uh, But yeah, so Montenegro has been using the euro since 2002, even though they're not in the eurozone. And I tease that in January, January, which is, you know, it's not that far away, they could create a national digital currency, um, which which is crazy. So Montenegro is going to have its own CBDC soon. I've been to Montenegro, actually, and uh, they're developing quite, quite well. So this is going to be um, it's going to be interesting to to see. And the last thing that I want to that I want to mention uh, uh, really really quick, um, guys, purchase your tickets for Monero Topia twenty twenty three. Every week we're adding new um, new speakers. Uh, for example, uh, let's see. Okay, see, <laughs> uh, the last person that I knew was uh, Susie Dawson. Now we added Sarang, mm-hmm. and he was there last year. John Murphy Murphy from Wall Monero, uh, Paul Pui from Edge. Uh, we have Pirate Chain from Privacy Tech. Um, um, yeah, we have Pirate Chain. Sorry, I got distracted a little bit. Um, then we have, um, Tuxedo, um, as a workshop professors that we had just added, uh, Rhino. We have, uh, Pacha Bazaars and Monero Marketplace, Media Partners. We just added Asterion, DJs. So we have everything. Um, now if you want to come at a discount, where is it? You click here. You click add to cart. Then you view cart. If you write right, Pony. And you'll buy the coupon. You're gonna get again twenty one percent. It's still there, guys. So make sure that you use the the discount. This was a new section. Have a good weekend. Have a good week, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Tony. Type in Tony.
0: I know. Type so in Tony.
4: All
1: right. All right. That was good. That was good. Um. I so- guess.
0: Well, before we like move on to that, I just wanted to quickly say there were two things, people. We need help for the conference. Mm. If you guys are interested in helping us out, volunteering please reach out, email us at monerotopia.protonmail.com. We need help for the workshops. We need help just throughout the conference. We need help for the gratuitous stand. Um, Neil needs some help uh, with the, the coffee stand that we're going to be running during the conference. You'll get a free general admission ticket. Please reach out. I just wanted to just quickly say that. And then also in addition to that workshop, um, yeah, if you're interested in uh, – in not helping them, uh, but reach out. In, interested in uh, joining the advanced workshop? Email chill. Um,
1: yeah, that's we're going to show spots, people how yeah. to run a full node. Multiple different ways of doing that. Options. Um, actually, what's that that company now that's participating in that? No, what's their name?
0: Ah, DAP. node. DAP node will
1: be there. They'll be participating in that as well. Teaching people how to use DAP node, which is kind of like an at home. Uh, node that you can buy that makes it super easy to get nodes up and running which i guess we're working on something quite similar to that actually uh with others in the monero community it's been a project we've been working on for a while uh, but it's it's coming to fruition but that's a whole other topic um but But yeah yeah, anybody that wants to participate in the the advanced workshop workshop
0: yeah email chill at cbrimer at tutanota.com it's on the website just to reserve your spot because there are limited spots. It's not and a like very said, large and, room. And volunteers, right? You <laughs> yeah, volunteers. yeah, definitely volunteers. Mineratopia, you know, f- mail. Free ticket
1: if you want to volunteer, obviously. Uh, and various things. Yeah, for, we,
0: ne- we need the help. So yeah. please reach out. And yeah, that's really it. I mean, you want to move on to the spaces? or? Yeah,
1: let's let's do viewers on stage. Let's we'll see if anybody jumps up. Um, either, you know, should we see people jump up on YouTube? I don't know. We haven't on done stream that Streamyard.
0: Yeah, we could do that. Anyone Are there people in
1: StreamYard that want to come up?
0: Do that right. Put the link.
1: Yeah. Throw the, sh- the link in there. Sometimes we get, we, we got like almost 20 people on yeah. StreamYard. And Anyone interested in like jumping on, just 10 saying hello? In, in the spaces. <laughs> StreamYard, one's nice because we actually get to see the. We people. get to
0: see your, well, a lot of people don't use their camera. Yeah. But. If you guys are interested, please join. If not, then we'll move on to the spaces.
1: <laughs> let's let's run the viewers on stage segment. Ooh, let's get, let's hot, get people excited hot, about it. That's really? the problem. They gotta get they gotta get amped.
0: It's the viewers on stage segment. It's that time where we invite you, the viewers, up on stage to comment on anything you've heard so far today, ask the guest a question, or maybe talk about one of the news topics. Come on down. Come on, Come on down,
1: down guys. Don't
0: I think, be shy. I think we scared everyone. We That's scared. what
1: happened. <laughs> uh, <we'll laughs> it's usually, going down. We usually have our guests around, but John, John had a run. I think had a blameful day here. Um, anybody on the StreamYard want to jump up? Now's the time. Just hit go on that, that StreamYard link. You to just posted it in the chat. You'll see it. Anybody can jump up. Talk about whatever you want. I as don't long think as they want to jump up. it's related Okay. Uh, anybody in the sp- spaces want to talk you just want to give a thumbs up if give you a want thumbs to, up in the space then we'll
0: transition if not we'll just end the show guys yeah
1: otherwise i'm just gonna go enjoy this beautiful day go thumbs hang out, up hang out with my daughter
0: let's give a thumbs up
1: let's family time some... not that you guys aren't family oh. all right yeah i'm not seeing too much uh too much action there I think all right everyone's guys yeah it's ready
0: to go we'll yes. close it
1: out there great show as always
0: yeah thank you all for joining us and uh Again, buy your tickets if you haven't yet. Virtual or in- Yeah, and then we we'll we're
1: probably doing something with Monero's birthday this week and the Monero run, which is the 18th, which is Tuesday. Maybe it'll be our Monero Talk episode. for the, uh, Make it like a birthday live show special thing. Uh, we'll figure something out, I'm sure.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure I'm we will. Sure. All right, guys. Well, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you guys for joining. Us. I'm going to close out.
3: Adios. Adios. Ciao. Ciao.
0: Thank you for joining us on this week's Minerotopia episode. We stream live shows every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. You can find and subscribe to our show on YouTube and Odyssey or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter or join us in the Minerotopia Telegram group. See you all next week.